Pigs on Wheels. There was a pig farmer in County Roscommon. He began to see more value in the pigs than for sausages, rashers or breakfast rolls. He saw the pigs that he was farming were really, really smart. Now the farmer that we're talking about here was not considered to be very smart as a human. At least his pigs didn't think so. I mean it took him four, yeah that's right, four goes to pass his driving test. I mean that's fine and it happens but he felt the pigs he was rearing could probably do better. He knew it was a big jump to take them straight from their pens and put them into a motorised vehicle. Two pigs in particular on the farm were very, very smart. He began to encourage them by throwing old burst footballs into their pens so they could play. They actually played catch. Then after that, they moved on to racquetball. Then on to connect four. Checkers. Chess, using phones, and the basic theories of mixing vinyl, turntablism, beat matching and scratching. When the swine had mastered the wheels of steel, he knew they were ready to attempt piloting a motorised vehicle. No, pigs do not have opposable thumbs. That doesn't mean they don't have anything going for them. They are members of a family of animals known as even-toed ungulates. This means that they have a cloven hoof, a hoof split in two, in the centre of which is a fleshy pad. Most animals actually have five toes. Even-toed ungulates usually balance on two of them, like a goat. And odd-toed ungulates balance on one or three toes, like a horse or a tapir. Now our farmer realised that should you sit a pig up in the driver's seat of a jeep, the two hooves rest perfectly onto the steering wheel, providing ample traction for steering. Imagine an odd-toed ungulate driving a car like a horse or something. That would be just ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously, only goats, deer and pigs on the road, please. That's why you see that sign saying no horses on the M50. Now the farmer cleared a part of his massive yard so there would be plenty of space to practice driving. He bought a big load of those little traffic cones and cutouts of pedestrians. He bought himself one of those stopwatches that hangs around your neck. He wasn't sure why, it just made him look legit. The last thing he wanted was that the pigs wouldn't take him seriously. He had an old car that had been off the road for a bit but it would do for the pigs in case they had a little bump. The two pigs both looked very similar, but they had very different personalities. Snorkel's O'Toole was very studious and precise and really wanted to do everything the right way. Well, to the letter of what the farmer described, she wanted to do it by the book. Puddin' McMuck was a different scale altogether. He always wanted to get stuck in and do things his own way. 
The farmer tried plonking them up behind the wheel. But despite both of their intelligence, they really couldn't grasp what was supposed to be done. Or what a motorised vehicle is even for. He decided to start showing them stuff on the telly. Now, this is back in the day before I invented the internet. So there was just straight up telly. You needed a wire plugged into the back. An aerial. People refer to these as cat's ears. Though they look more like pig's ears if you ask me. Now, once the pigs started watching the telly, they were hooked. They watched all sorts of shows. Shows with lots of car chases in them. You know, like the P-Team. Muck Driver. The Snouts of Hazard. Miami Slice. Snortsky and Butch and many other pig-related pun-based television shows too numerous to mention. The pigs spent so much time down in the farmhouse watching telly and eating popcorn, they became a part of the furniture. The farmer and his wife hadn't any children, so they relished in the company of their pigs. They schooled the pigs through all the ins and outs of actual driving. Not like in the telly. Though it did give them a good idea. The farmer and his wife explained that this type of driving was for entertainment and it wasn't safe to drive like that in real life. After settling into human life, it was time to see if the message had sunk in about automotive vehicles and what they were for. Puddin' McMuck was up first. The whole farm was so excited about it. All the sheep were looking in over the wall. Even one of the badgers was peeking out of his hole with a mug of tay in his claw. I'm not going to miss this, he said. The farmer sat pudding up in the seat of the L car, strapped the old crutches to his hind legs. He jumped in beside him and said, Right, first things first, Puddin' said. (laughs) The farmer replied, No, of course not. The first thing you do before you do anything is put on your seatbelt. Puddin' was sweating now. He knew this stuff. It was just the pressure. The farmer did Puddin's seatbelt for him and said, Right now, what next? Puddin' said, and started indicating to pull out. No! said the farmer. You failed to check your blind spot. Let's take it from the top. Puddin' was really stressed out now. Every moment seemed like an eon. Time slowed down. He could feel the sweat dribbling down his forehead and dripping off the end of his snout. He was taking so long to get going that the sheep who were all the way around the yard started to clap. It didn't sound like a human clap because they too were even-toed ungulates. It was kind of a clippy clap. They started slow and began to go faster and they began to until it all came to a massive crescendo of clipping hooves and mang and Puddin' MacMuck completely froze The farmer asked him what was wrong Puddin' reached across with his hoof unclipped his seatbelt and ran down to the house to his mammy on his crutch extenders Snorkels, on the other hand, slipped into the seat and placed her hooves against the wheel like she had done it a thousand times before. 
She checked her mirrors and her blind spot before indicating and pulling off smoothly with an excellent gear change into the first corner and around the rest of the course, much to the delight of the farmer and all of the sheep. The farmer was so proud. He was right about the pigs being smart as he was. Right about his dream. He was right about pigs on wheels. At least one out of two wasn't bad. That night, when he was in his bed, after all the celebrating, the farmer could hear the engine start and the car running up in the yard. He went up, peered over the wall, He was slightly spooked by a badger supping tay beside him in the dark. The badger said, Look, he's a bit like myself. Needs to do things at his own pace. It's easier to get started at night when no one's watching. And sure enough, there was Puddin' McMuck, cruising through every task on the course. You see, Puddin' was no less proficient than Snorkels. He just needed a bit of space and quiet to attempt the task in his own way, in his own time. And let me tell you, he was really good. The whole world came to see the farmer's famous driving pigs. The farmer even wrote a song about it. Come up on the way out of that pig. And why don't you get up the yard? I've been talking to piglets and singing to pigs. You know I've been walking too hard. So you know that I wash and I clean them. And you know that I sing them to sleep. Driving lessons all day, this work gets no pay. Teaching them to drive my jeep. Some say that I'm crazy. You got me speaking and squeaking, yeah. Ireland's Unreal, written and presented by me, Hugh Cooney, and produced by the RTE Junior Podcast Team.